Welcome back to the Indiscriminate News Network. I hope everybody's doing well. A little late of an upload on Independence Day here in the United States for those who listen around the world. Welcome. All right. This is random and indiscriminate. We all know the big news that happened throughout the world. So try to touch on some things that weren't exactly talked about a lot today. So Italy blames climate change for glacier collapse. Seven dead. Italy's prime minister yesterday linked the collapse of the country's biggest alpine glacier to climate change as hopes faded in finding further survivors from a disaster that killed at least seven people. Eight people were injured, another 14 reported missing, authorities said, cautioning that it was not clear how many climbers were caught in the glacier when it gave way on Sunday. Ice rock thundered down Marmadola, the highest mountain in Italian Dolomites, at 300 kilometers an hour, 185 miles per hour, according to the head of Trenton Providence. Rescuers used thermal drones to seek heat from potential survivors, although chance of finding them were slim to nothing. That's tough. All right. Japan's service sector activity grows fastest rate in eight years. Japan's service sector activity expanded at the fastest rate in eight years in June, as the easing coronavirus curbs boosted sentiment among businesses such as those in tourism. The pickup activities welcome news for a government betting on domestic demand to put the world's third largest economy firmly on recovery track and help overcome production pressures the country's manufacturing industry. The final Audubon Bank Services Purchasing Manager Index, PMI, rose seasonally to just 54%, marking the fastest pace of expansion since October 2013. Japan's service sector firms reported solid increase in activity. Greater demand for services and rising fuel costs, raw materials, however, cost firms average input price increase at record pace. Good old inflation. All right. U.S. basketball star Brittany Griner makes a plea to President Biden. She made a direct plea to President Biden to stand up for her in an emotional letter sent to the White House on Monday. She remains detained in Russia on drug charges. Griner, who was held in Moscow Airport February 17th, when a search of her lodge allegedly revealed cannabis oil vape cartridges. Obviously legal. The case takes place in a backdrop of high tension between Moscow and Washington over the conflict in Ukraine. She said, as I sit here in prison alone, my thoughts without the protection of my wife, family, friends, Olympic jersey, or any accomplishment, I'm terrified I might be here forever. She wrote in a letter, actress, which has been shared by her representatives. I mean, it's a, it's a potentiality. Forever, probably not, but a long time, possibly. Sadly. Uh, there was videos of her in the airport. I don't know if they saw videos of her. Of the, if they act, well, I know the videos showed them packaging something that they pulled from her bag. So I don't know if she said she actually said that she had it or not. Uh, let me see if she mentioned that. On the 4th of July, her family normally honors services, including my father's Vietnam War. It hurts thinking how you just celebrate days for means nothing completed to me this year. Hmm. All right. Congo and Rwanda to meet for talks and attentions over rebels. Democratic Republic of Congo President Felix Tshisekedi and Rwandan counterpart Paul Kagame are talks in Angola this week, the official said. There are no details on what they would discuss, but the neighbors have been diplomatic loggerheads since the surge of attacks in eastern Congo by the M23 rebel group. Let's check that out. Which is Kinisha accused of Kigali backing. Oh, whoops. Rwanda denies supporting the rebels and has in turn accused Congo of fighting alongside insurgents. A face-off that has raised fears and a fresh conflict with the region. The meeting is likely to take place on Tuesday or Wednesday in Angola's capital, Luanda. According to officials, two of them from Congo and one from Rwanda did not wish to be named. Okay, 
Um, sad news, 18 dead, 243 injured, 516 arrested in Uzbekistan. Protests. Total 18 people are dead and hundreds more injured after a protest in the city of Nugas in Uzbekistan, the country's prosecutor general said. Uh, proposed changes to the country led to riots in Nugas, which served as the capital of autonomous region of Karlak, Pakistan, and Uzbekistan. The riots took place on Friday, Saturday. Prosecutors confirmed results on 243 injuries. Prosecutors said the violence happened when demonstrators tried to storm a government building. Western Anna said the proposed constitution has serious ramifications for local people, stripping much of not all the autonomous structure in that region. Interesting. Anna accused Uzbekistan's authoritarian president, Shavat. Ooh, I can't express his last name, Mira Zoyoyev, of selling, uh, silencing critical voices and blocking information, cutting off internet and mobile communication. Yep. Yep. Sounds like a good old screw job to me. Okay. Ethiopian herders record, uh, record drought woes compounded by landmines. What? Man, that, that sucks. Okay, everybody. <laughs> That's all I got. Thanks for listening. Jason, Indiscriminate News Network. Take care. Bye.